Boy, what does that even mean? What does that mean? What is it like when they're surprised? Like if they see a snake or something, it's like, oi. <laughs> yeah. Somebody pinches their nipple. Oi. <laughs> it's oi. <laughs> Who knows? Maybe it's Irish. Maybe that's what it is. It may not even be American at all. We're just closed-minded and assume. Nothing's American. That is true. Everything's African. Well, Snoop Dogg is pretty American. That's a good point. Happy Thanksgiving, man. Happy Thanksgiving, bro. The holiday season is upon us. Tell me what you're thankful for. I was actually thinking about this. Um, here, I made a little list. Let me just kind of... Uh, let me see what we have. Um, I'll start with some easy ones. I'm thankful for um, uh, boxer briefs. Yeah, definitely boxer, boxer briefs. briefs. Yeah, yeah, yeah I'm not a tidy whitey guy. If you're still wearing whitey tidies, no, I'm not on, a tidy whitey guy. Together, I'm not a dude. boxers guy. But those briefs, man, that's. Do you ever not wear underwear? Have you ever gone a day like without wearing a pair of underwear underneath some jeans or pants or something? Uh, I tried, but I just don't like it, dude. I yeah. don't like being free like that. And then sometimes I even leave my zipper open, and so that alone's pretty risky. <laughs> yeah jeans probably aren't the best uh pants to wear if you're gonna go commando sweatpants are probably okay though right no no maybe not sweatpants because sweatpants are pretty loose fitting i guess they like they maybe expose more of like what you're working with if you wear sweatpants um khakis may be okay though or slacks <laughs> slacks yeah. yeah suit pants gray sweatpants mixed with a dribble issue and going commando is <laughs> a really bad combination. That's a triple threat, man. That's a that's the yeah. the bad trifecta <laughs> of things that could go that wrong. Nasty, dude. Yeah, that, that should've uh, land you in jail fast, man. Get a lot of complaints. Yeah, so about no that. underwear two days in a row. How weird is uh circumcision? You know? What do you mean? Just, everybody's just agreed to clip this little baby's dick skin. Yeah. Yeah, it's a religious thing, man. It all stems from uh it's Jewish, right? It's a Jewish thing. I do think it's like more aesthetically pleasing. But yeah, that too. I I like the idea of like it having its little protection. You know. Yeah, they said they said like people who aren't circumcised are like a more sensitive too. Oh man, I imagine. Yeah, that's weird. That little turtle dick hanging in like. It's little skin, you know, and it just crawls up out of there. I guess that's something else I'm thankful for is not being like a premature ejaculator, huh? How bad would that be? Oh, there's a bunny running through the snow, Seth. Oh, my God, dude. <laughs> it's a white Thanksgiving. We have bunnies. A white Thanksgiving. Perfect, perfect day. Best day ever. Man, so Jody and I just did our first, like, Friendsgiving here over in Qingdao. Uh, we invited a few people over Qingdao. Uh, <laughs> a couple nights ago. How many um, people were there? Uh, we there were ended up being nine of us total, so seven others came over. Oh, cool! And, uh, yeah, they came to y'all's place. Yeah, 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 man. We got together, so and, awesome. and it's fun because like a few of them um, aren't from America. Like there's a couple of them from the UK, uh, somebody else from South Africa who've never experienced like a Thanksgiving before. Like they didn't know what Thanksgiving dinner was, and so this was like their first Thanksgiving to come over a couple nights ago and. You know, to experience like what a Thanksgiving meal is and the kind of food that we eat, and we all kind of went around and did like the you know what we're grateful for and um, be thankful for the people that's in your life and the moments that you get to share with each other and uh, you know enjoy it, enjoy that time together and make memories and 
be thankful for it. So that's what we did. It was a good night. You know, something else I'm thankful for is potatoes. Potatoes. I have to say potatoes because of all the ways that you can eat potatoes. I'm pretty sure you can live off of potatoes. Yeah, they proved that in the movie The Martian, you know, with Matt Damon where he grows potatoes on Mars. And that's like what he ate and survived off of, huh? Oh, man, fries. Oh, dude, okay. Like, not only fries, how many different ways can you do fries? There's a whole subcategory. Thin cut or string fries or crinkle cut or waffle fries or what, like like steak wedges? Is that what you call them? Potato Potato wedges? Potato chips. Yeah, potato chips. Look at breakfast. Hash browns, tater tots. You can make pancakes with potatoes. Home fries for breakfast. Scallops. Oh, I like scallop. The cheesy potatoes are Throw probably Throw them in a soup and a roast. Ooh. Red skin, little mini ones. Potato salad. <laughs> it just reminded me of uh, <laughs> Michael Scott when he's like, he's depressed. I think him and Holly might have broke up or something. Or, and he's like e- eating mayonnaise and black Is that too early for ice cream? It's like, it's not ice cream. It's mayonnaise. <laughs> God, I love Michael Scott, dude. I'm going to get an office tattoo. I love that show so much. Prison Mike? You're Prison Mike! (laughs) Yeah, man. Hey, that's something else I'm thankful for, too, is, like, getting to yell at my TV uh, during sporting events, like, thinking that I would be a better player or coach than what's happening on the TV. You remember that McDonald's commercial? where he has a French fry and those guys are racing, and it's like, I think during the Olympics. And then he would uh, put that French fry in front of that one racer, and then the guy would get faster as if he was chasing the French fry. <laughs> so this guy was, like, controlling the racer with the McDonald's fry, and he, he made that guy win like that. It was amazing. It makes zero sense, but I could see what they were doing. <laughs> Back in the <laughs> Where 90s. they were going with that, yeah. That's got to be, like, a 90s commercial, right? Yeah. That was back when you just had to watch the commercial. Yeah, I like get those your ass up and change the man. channel. I like those. I like those infomercials, like with the really like bad actors of like them spilling something in their lap or falling off of a chair or something stupid that would never. They just over dramatize like everything that happens in those infomercials. That shit cracks me up every time I watch it. There's a good montage of that stuff on YouTube. That's fun to watch, but just how, just how bad the acting is and like how yeah right those situations are man that's their job though right is to be a a d actor in a infomercial i would probably do it though man if i wanted to be an actor and i had the opportunity to hey just you know act like these cabinets don't work and let the door fall off when you open it okay i can do that present like a stepladder or a, a wine opener like this is a new way to open bottles of wine is that your next invention Open 12 bottles of wine at one time. Man, I ain't telling you my next invention. <laughs> I got like four. Man, I look forward to that uh, little, it's kind of an infomercial. Horse last boat. Time here. A horse, what? <laughs> <laughs> Tell me more. Yeah, you could be my first investor. Mm. Maybe, you got to sell me on it though. What do you got? I think it's pretty clear what it is. <laughs> Well, I assume it's a boat. (laughs) 
Did you see the Tesla truck? That acts as a boat too. It can float. Like, I really? didn't know that. I didn't see that much yeah. of it. I haven't like read like all the specs and details of it. It's just more of like a hey, Tesla has a truck and people shitting on it and the dude breaking the windows that are supposed to be bulletproof. <laughs> That's like the yeah. only thing I've seen. About it. Watch much. this. How many people got fired after that? <laughs> oh man. Yeah, that would be a hard situation to handle. I mean, like, if you're Tesla and you're saying these windows are bulletproof and then it breaks on the first try, that's pretty embarrassing. Well, it could have been bulletproof. When a bullet hits the glass, it shatters the glass. It just doesn't go through it. Mm. Well, yeah, maybe it's that way. I don't know. I like the thing, man. I really do. At first, I was on the fence, but... The more I think about it, the more I look at it, I kind of love it. How does the back end open? Is it, like, solid so it's, like, a closed trunk and then it can, like, slide up to, like, put cargo in? It looks like there's an electric cover. It's an interesting-looking vehicle, man. Um, It looks so sick. Something straight out of Rocket League, right? Ooh, Rocket League. Yeah, that would be something. Man, maybe Rocket League will put that truck on there one of these days. That would be pretty cool. Uh, I'm pretty sure it's already on there. Yeah, that's where they got the idea, right? <laughs> <laughs> From a Rocket League. No, that would be legit. Yo, so, they have to do that. So can this truck like do the same like uh like towing capacity and power and stuff of like, you know, the mainline Fords and Dodges and Chevys and stuff? Like did they talk about all of that? Well, there's a video online of it towing a uh, Ford, but it, I don't know, it has so many dislikes that I'm like um, is this like a propaganda thing or, you know what I mean? Just towing another vehicle though, that's not that impressive. Like, like, let's see it like tow like a trailer of a couple of elephants or something. And, uh, it's not that he's towing the vehicle. They're playing tug of war. They're each facing in an opposite direction. Oh, okay. And okay. it pulls the Ford with ease, like a Ford, like I got. Oh, okay. That makes a little more sense. They are so much more advanced and so much more powerful and fast. Like, Going from a flip phone to an iPhone, and then back to a flip phone when you get back in the gasoline car, because it's just they're like it's clunky and it's so much to maintain and stuff. And then the you got the Tesla; it's so fast and performs well. I mean, it just seems like the obvious choice. You know, you don't have to get gas, you don't have to change the oil, and worry about all this gunk and crap. Yeah. It's just simple. Yeah, man, I hear people talk about it that say how awesome it is as far as, like, the acceleration and the power that it actually has that really catches a lot of people by surprise of what it can do. Yeah. So it would be interesting. I would it just like sounds like something one. you can't really even imagine until you just get in there. Right, yeah, you got to experience it for, it for yourself, yourself to, like, understand what it really yeah. is. Dude, what I had a pretty solid observation the other day. About what? The movie Inside Out. Do you know anything about the movie? Well, it's about, like, emotions, yeah? Like, so, like, emotions are kind of characters, and it's, like, a story of, like, how they control their reactions to what their girl goes through in life, right? Well, every time they experience something positive, it turns into, I think, a yellow ball. You know, that's joy. That's, like, happiness. That's a good memory. Then sometimes you get, like, a rare ball, and then that goes to, like, your most important memories. But sometimes you can get, like, red ones... If you're angry, you know, so you have an angry memory throughout your little uh, storage of memories there. But the whole movie is about not getting blue balls. Blue balls? 
that was my observation. Like, the entire movie is based around trying not to get blue balls. Joy is running around with, um, I forget what the sad one's name is, but mm-hmm. it's um, uh, Phyllis from The Office yeah. plays the <laughs> yeah, voice. Yeah, like the short little plump purple lady. yeah. So she's going around turning all these balls blue, you know? So inside out, I was like, <laughs> about trying not to get blue balls. I just thought that was kind of fun. I'm always like, I'm always like, y'all need to watch these animations. Yeah, but there's something about those movies, man. Like the people that make them, they, they sneak those little storylines into like kids and younger people won't get or understand, but adults look at it different and they're like, wait a second. I see what you're doing here. Like this, uh, you, this is. Yeah. You're trying to Especially do in the special. older stuff, dude. Like in the older cartoons and stuff. I mean, there's so like much little of that. jokes that they make and stuff all the time. For like, sure. <laughs> Even like stuff that was on Cartoon Network and <laughs> Johnny Bravo. Have you watched Johnny Bravo in a while? I watched that not very long ago. That dude was like, talk about misogynistic. <laughs> like, oh, Jesus. Dude. He was like he borderline trying women to rape these so women. So often in that show. Like he was just straight up. Yeah. You watch it now, like, it's almost disturbing. Give me disturbing. that pussy, is what he was just running around saying. <laughs> Dude, basically, he was saying that without using the word pussy. <laughs> they would just twist it around, but he hoo, was hoo, like... Hoo, hoo. <laughs> yeah. Hey, pretty mama. I found this website where you can pull up just about any cartoon you can imagine. I really... I started a Naruto. Have you heard of that? It sounds like a Japanese Naruto. fighting cartoon. It's really good. There's like 700 episodes, but... I was watching a show on Netflix the other day that um, there's only 12 episodes, but each episode was only like 11 minutes long. Like, why the fuck are you wasting my time putting this into 12 episodes when you could easily make four 30-minute episodes? Like, it made no fucking sense that they would break it up the way that they did. And it's not like the, like, the storyline wouldn't flow any better if they put everything together. It's just... It was just really annoying. My thought would be maybe wherever they air it on television, maybe there's a lot of commercials, and then that's just what it chops down to. I don't know. It seemed like it was like a Netflix-made documentary. Like, oh, they may have put it on 11 TV, minutes? But... What was it about? Um, a year in space. It's about like that Scott Kelly guy that went up to space and spent a year up on the International Space Station. Yeah, what the hell? Why even break it up? That's what I'm saying. Like, you could just make a solid hour-and-a-half documentary about the whole thing, but you make separate Mm. episodes for it. It just, I don't know, whatever. I'm sure they had their reasons, but it doesn't make any sense to me as a viewer trying to watch that stuff. Like, oh, yeah, I binge-watched a year in space. Dang, how long did that take you? Oh, just about an hour and (laughs) ten minutes. (laughs) It's not really binge-watching. Yeah, but that's how everything is, though. It's weird at first, and then we get used to it, and it's the norm, and it becomes that thing that changes everything, you know, like their little, those little moves they make. Like Apple's taking out the USB in their new computers, I heard, like in the new laptop. It, it sounds like a... So they can turn no around USB and sell ports. it to you again? That's all they're going to do is just sell like an adapter that has a USB so they can make more money off of it. It's like what they did with the iPhone. Yeah, there's, there's already an adapter for it. Yeah. But they've made a lot of those changes and evolutions through the year that shake things up and then you have to kind of adjust. But in the end, it always kind of makes sense, you know? Does it make sense for Apple to take away their home screen button? So the people who buy the new phone, but they're like, oh, I want that home screen button. So they can just buy an adapter to put in the bottom of their phone to give them a home screen button again. Or to take away the auxiliary jack. Like I can kind of... Is that a thing? Yeah, yeah, like the new iPhones, they don't, you know, it's all a flat screen. They don't have that little round button anymore. But 
You can buy an adapter to plug into your little lightning jack that gives you that home button again so that people who want a home button can just buy the adapter to give them that again. Well, what you need to be is like the guy that comes up with those attachments as soon as they make adjustments on their devices. Apple's already way ahead of you. Like, they've already thought about all that shit, and they know that that's going to happen. So, like, there's... I guess you could, like, make your knockoff version of it, but... There's a shit ton of third-party companies that make iPhone attachments. I bought a lot of, like, those third-party attachments that don't work. Like, it'll work for, like, two weeks, and then it (laughs) stops working. Like, you buy a charger, and it works good literally for, like, two weeks, and then it quits working. Like, why is this little metal strip not working after two weeks? That doesn't make any sense. It's so funny, man. You get on freaking Amazon, you can get a HDMI cable 100 foot long for like $6.99. Then you go to Best Buy, you get a six foot one for 65 bucks or something. I'm like, dude, the markup here is insane. Like, who buys shit here at Best Buy? That's crazy. Who needs a 100 foot long HDMI cable? <laughs> I actually do have one that was like, that's like 30 foot long. <laughs> dude, you know what I was thinking the other day? What's that? What were you I was thinking, thinking about? Dylan? The Dixie Chicks. The Dixie Chicks. Cowboy, take me away. That one. Oh, bro! One time we were in the mall, and uh, there was this guy that let his uh, MySpace page, um, like account, open inside the Apple Store. Oh, and so we boy. went in and we changed all of this shit to gay cowboy. Like we put a like a. Like a cowboy, you know, with like no shirt on and a cowboy hat. And like you could, you know, put like a song on your profile page and stuff. And we just changed everything. We put cowboy take me away and like all this shit on this dude's profile page. Some random guy we didn't even know. Shout out to that dude if you ever hear this episode. My bad. Shout out to the Dixie Chicks if you are listening. (laughs) Anyways, uh, back in the day, remember the Dixie Chicks got in trouble for talking shit about George Bush. And they were kind of embarrassed that they were both from Texas. And then everybody started burning their CDs and stopped <laughs> buying everything. Remember that? Yeah. Swear to God, the Dixie Fuck Chicks the Dixie made Dixie fun Chicks. of George W. Bush, who was a terrible president. And then everybody were all upset with them and burning their shit. Now people shit on Trump all fucking day long and nobody's burning nothing. What are you going to burn to like show your hate for Trump like, other than like his red hat that says make America great again? I think you're missing the point. I'm not. <laughs> not... <laughs> <laughs> it, w- it wasn't about fire. <laughs> I'm just saying the Dixie Chicks spoke out. Everybody okay. agreed to get butthurt about it. And then 10 years later, and that's just a thing of the past. They totally ruined their career. All these irate people who don't really give a fuck, they just give a fuck because these other sheep are giving a fuck. And burn all those CDs and stuff, and like now anybody could say anything about Trump, and like nobody gets hung for it, you know? Okay, well, I think... They hung the Dixie Chicks back in the day for speaking up about George Bush. I think here's the difference, Who was terrible. Here's the difference, though, man. There may have been people who disagreed with Bush, but it wasn't so outspoken. Like, it wasn't as um, prevalent as it is today. And, like, it wasn't talked about as much through media and social media and stuff like that as it is today with Trump being president. But now that Trump is president, there are more people doing it. And so it seems when celebrities do it of the status of the Dixie Chicks and stuff, it's just kind of silenced compared to that time when the Dixie Chicks did it because there's more people doing it at the same time, so it's not that big of a deal. No, that totally makes sense, yeah. Because there was very little information out and about, 
So when people on a main platform said crazy shit, oh yeah, everybody knew about it. That everybody was the thing to know. So everybody just decided, are we going to be mad or you know? yeah? But now with social media and how easily information is accessed, I mean, like it's almost not a big deal to have a radical opinion because so many people are putting their radical opinions out there. It's just like, man, he's just another one of those guys who thinks that. <laughs> I know, right? You know, it's crazy fuck. Yeah, that's true. I say they uh, ruined their career, but I'm listening to this cowboy take me away, and it does have 67 million views on Spotify, Ooh. so they're doing okay. Cowboy take me. I like that song. Great song. song. Yeah, yeah. They had they had beef with Toby Keith for a while too. I don't even know what that was about. Dude, I had beef at Toby Keith's once. <laughs> so so you're kind of the same <laughs> as the Dixie Chicks in a way. <laughs> you guys have a little bit in common, huh? Yeah, remember, uh, what's it called? <laughs> Toby Keith's I Love This Bar. Dude, yeah. those steaks were fire. That place, that atmosphere was great. I love that place. Is that still open in Bricktown? Surely it's still open. Dude, it's Toby Keith in Oklahoma. If that place is not still open, there's something wrong with Oklahomans. He's probably there right now. Probably. He spends a lot of I time in be. Oklahoma now. Yeah, He's he not really here. doing his singing all that much anymore. Red Solo Cup. I fill you up. Man, I'm drinking out of a Red Solo Cup right now, actually. But I'm just Me drinking too. Some, some wine. That's one of the good things about like hosting those parties. Um, you know, everybody brings something to drink, and if it doesn't get drank, it stays there. Mm-hmm. And so we had a little bit of we had a little bit of drinks left over. So I'm drinking some white. Oh, wine. I love that when you have leftover like plastic silverware and shit. I'll start telling people, "Hey, bring toilet paper." I'm like, why? <laughs> don't, don't worry, worry about, about it. it. We're just gonna bring it. I got this I got plan, plans. like this mummy thing. Like, yeah, yeah. I thought we we're gonna play this game. Uh, I don't know. It shit, shit got crazy. Now you got a twelve pack of toilet paper. Yeah, that is something here, man. Like all the toilet paper you buy over here in China is like basically. All the toilet paper packs are like if you went to Sam's Club or Costco to buy toilet paper. You can't just buy like oh, four rolls. rolls. Like you have to buy <laughs> like 15 at a time whenever yeah. you get toilet paper. And y'all have like most places out there kind of small living quarters. So like that toilet paper takes up like 1% of the entire space. Yeah, you, you know, know, like 15 most people rolls in a little apartment. Technically, you're not supposed to flush the toilet paper either, so I've heard. Like, if you're Chinese, like, you wipe and you throw it in the trash can next to you. Like, Chinese people don't flush their toilet paper. Uh, I I have noticed that the Hispanic community tends to do the same thing. Not flush it? Yeah, they go to the trash can. Yeah. Um, It's supposed to be more environmentally healthy, but either way, it's trash. If you throw it in the trash can, it's going to go to a big dumpster pile. If you flush it down the toilet, it's going to go into the sewage. I mean, like, either way, it's going to a shitty place. So why does it really matter where you put your shit paper? Ugh. I am not putting a bucket of shit paper in the corner of the bathroom just to hang out for a week at a time. <laughs> I know. Because how often do you change out the trash bag in your bathroom like a trash week, can? Maybe two. Yeah, so you got this this bucket of festering poo paper for two weeks in the corner like and you wonder why it smells like shit in here yeah that's why all the bathrooms around here smell like shit because everybody's throwing their toilet paper in a trash can and it sits there and grows for like a week or two before they decide to change it out flush that shit yeah dude we had this one friend who 
um, came over and stayed with us for a couple of weekends, and he refused to flush his toilet paper. And oh like he was like God. he's like he's like oh I know that's like an American that's like a like an American thing that you guys don't do that but if you just want to give me an extra bag I'll just put my toilet paper in that and then I'll tie it up and put it aside and I'm just like bro just flush what? the fucking toilet paper like just he refused put it in to the... flush it oh my god so I had to give him his own separate bags when he went to the bathroom so he could put his dirty toilet paper in there and then tie it up and we'll throw it away with the rest of the trash now where does he think that this Toilet paper inside of a plastic bag goes. Doesn't it all it basically kind of go to the same place or have the same effect on the environment? I don't know, but it, it was a little strange also because, like, he cooked dinner for us one time and, like, um, he... Oh, man, I got to remember the right situation. He didn't believe in eating something without cooking it because it could poison you. And I want to say it was something as simple as just, like, a pepper of some kind. I don't need... What? I don't remember. His, his whole ideology was like just this guy, just different than what we're used to. I don't know if I could be friends with this guy. Know. Super nice dude. He doesn't don't flush his shit paper, <laughs> and he has to cook his broccoli so it doesn't poison him. Yeah, pretty much is like what it was. Like I said, super nice yeah. dude. I mean, like like I said, nothing against him. It's just the, the way of thinking was just different. So. That's I can see that though, because you know there's like some pesticides and some shit on that broccoli or pepper or whatever, and then being able to nuke it and kind of kill the oh no bacteria. no that shit's way worse in America than it is out here in China. Like there aren't pesticides and stuff out here. If you buy vegetables at the grocery store, you got to eat that shit within about two days because otherwise you're throwing it in the trash cool. because shit's already growing on it and it's turning bad. In America, so what's his whole philosophy? I don't know. About? But I'm just saying that in America, if you buy broccoli, that shit could sit on your countertop for two weeks and it's still going to be okay yeah. to eat. Here, two days yeah. and the shit's done for. So. You ever see that guy that bought that uh, McDonald's hamburger and then just left it out for like 15 years and the stain still hasn't molded? You could eat it right now. 15 years? I think you're exaggerating a little bit on that, but I know the point Dude, you're trying to say. I always exaggerate. Just know that I'm always stretching the truth. <laughs> 15 Hold years? Up. No, no, no. Fuck that. It was like 20. If I say I saw 12 deer, just know it was nine. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> no, I do know what you're talking about, though, yeah. Um, yeah, they've kind of done the same thing with like chicken nuggets, too. Yeah, McDonald's food, man. It's so How long delicious. did I say? 15 Ten years. years. 15 years? 15 years. I think it's like 15 days. <laughs> a McDonald's burger and fry remains mold-free after six years. This six was written years. in 2015. That's so, crazy, man. So, yeah, I was right on the money. 15 years. Dude, I like McDonald's fries. I think McDonald's may have... Six years. It's probably still six. McDonald's there. fries may be my favorite. Really? Yeah. Those are your favorite? Ugh. Um, okay. Well, I don't know. Do we count curly fries from Arby's? Dude, fries are fries, remember? Potato, potato. Okay, then I might have to go with curly fries from Arby's then. I do like the little spicy Arby's curly, curly fries. fries. Yeah. I don't know if I'd call those my favorite, though. What would you... What else... What, what the fuck is better than curly fries? I would like, uh, like Brahms fries, that crinkle cut. No. Man. They're good, but come no. on. Better than curly fries? Curly or crinkle? <laughs> I think, really, I would, I would go with the, the crinkle over the curly. Mm-mm. 
Okay. Yeah. Well, curly to me is just too too much salt. Man. No. It's too much going on. But they have like that little bit of like a chili powder spice to them. Like their flavor is so good. Yeah. Okay. What about like some like some Chick Fil A waffle fries? <sighs> it's too much. Too much. Too much. We have waffles. We have hamburgers, man. It's too much waffle. It's just too much. That doesn't even make sense. I just feel like it's a lot. <laughs> I can't. I cannot process <laughs> this waffle fry at this moment. Just give me my nuggets. This waffle fry is too much. Waffle. No, those are fire. Those are good. Those are good. I'm just thinking like. If you had to take one French fry with you onto uh, an Mars. island and stay there for the rest of your life and only eat French fries, like which one would it be? Yeah, I think I would go with the crinkle cut. Man, then um, again, if you did that waffle fry, that would give you a lot of opportunities to do a lot of things. You could set some out on a rock, maybe, and like do like a sun dried waffle fry. Mm. Catch you some fish, get you a couple of herbs all on the island, and make like a little uh, a moose bouche. <laughs> I love those fancy terms, man, that you get in restaurants. Like when we worked at Nona's, like they would always give these fancy terms. You had to tell people like the special meal yeah. of the day, and like really, it's just like like duck cooked in like. Crisco, but they would tell you it's like you know so duck good. confifi or something stupid like yeah. that. But it sounds fancy. So people are like, "Damn, y'all pay sixty dollars for that?" It's like, okay. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it was so good though, man. That food was so good. That food was really good. To this day, I think that might be like the best salads ever that I've ever had. Just it was like those salads were made with love. You talking about like just working at Nona's? Their food. All that food at Nona's? Yeah, Man. Yeah, dude. Fire. Their cheese sticks were bomb. Dude, we both worked there. That was awesome. Bro, like, if I ever gave somebody cheese sticks for an appetizer and they didn't eat one of those and they were If they were done with their appetizer and they did not eat one of their cheese sticks, I would take that plate to the back and I would eat that fucking cheese stick. I did that shit with cheese. Yeah, man. I did that because those cheese sticks were like what would you compare those to? I mean, it was like a hot, like a bratwurst, right? Dude, they were nice and maybe not as long. Yeah, nice and thick, and like that good mozzarella cheese and good breading. But like, there's something about uh, how do we even explain it to the people? They were just like dude. Some their of the calamari best I ever was had. more like a potato wedge shape. You know what I mean? No, their calamari were like strips, bro. They were like long strips. Already. That's what I'm saying. Like a like a potato wedge, like a little potato wedge. Well, it wasn't a wedge. Fry. It was still like, kind of like a little curly. This whole episode's about potatoes. <laughs> <laughs> Episode eight. How do you like your potato? Potatoes. <laughs> I guess. What's your style? No, the calamari strips were different, dude, because it was like a, you know, it was made like like five inches long. But it wasn't a straight stick, you know. Like it zigged and zagged a little bit, but it was breaded and it was like all meaty. And the calamari, man, it zigged and zagged. I remember it being like straight strips. No, they were not straight strips. But you worked there longer than me, so you would know. Yeah, maybe just a little bit. But no, that calamari was fire, bro. <laughs> Ooh, and that little like spicy mayo, little sauce that they would serve with it. Ooh. Oof. Dude, that has it was to be like one a, of, what they they called it a ole o aioli, something aioli, aioli, right? something aioli, spicy aioli. Yeah, 
Probably potato ale. Like. <laughs> potato ale. <laughs> it could have been probably, that. It's probably a potato potato based pay. Uh, I can't say this. I just can't say it. It's impossible. Nobody can say it. Has to be one of the best things about working at restaurants is like all the food that you get to eat like while you work. And, that like, is and the like best. half of it probably shouldn't even be food that you're supposed to eat, but you do anyways. Like if you were to do banquets mm. or something and like work like a banquet for a private party, oh my bro, god, yeah, I'm eating a lot of that food, either Hell a little yeah. bit before or after Dude. it comes off the line. And I, would take I was a- doing mostly catering whenever I was uh, working at Alfredo's just this last time, and we would take, you know, trays and trays full of enchiladas and fajitas mm-hmm. and all this stuff, dude, and um, guacamole. Yeah, then we'd go and, like, host the party, you know, like, lay it all out and then wait for everybody to eat. And then, like, a few hours later, we would pick up and take everything else. And, dude, we was always left with some shit. Dude, I would make deliveries in the Alfredo van and then um, go to the gas station and buy some beer. And I had a joint rolled up. And I would just, like, stop and drink beer and smoke weed in that van. And then... uh Wait for like Amber would text me like where the fuck are you or like what's taking so long, <laughs> and I was like man yeah this lady or so you know this was like less Grandma than a year ago. More enchiladas, dude. Amber. I'm sorry, girl. I wanted to take some fajitas home with her, so I had to box her up some fajitas. Bad boy for life. Bad boy for life. We ain't going nowhere. We ain't. Going nowhere, we can't be stopped now. Cause it's bad boy for life. <laughs> I believe it. I definitely did that more than I should have. And I don't is that even is that is it okay to do that as a server to like eat food that doesn't get touched when it comes back to the kitchen or whatever to be thrown away? And I don't know. I never was a fan of it, you know, like if they were eating it and then it was on their plate and then you took it back to the kitchen, I almost never grabbed what was there. Even if it was like an appetizer that was clearly separated, it had to be a, you know, one of my favorite dishes to do stuff like that. Like may- maybe they sneezed on it or maybe they, you know, Just dug anything. in their nose like the, for a little maybe, bit. And then maybe their aura and- got on it, you know? I don't know. Maybe his energy was off, and I'm about to eat the energy that's on that jalapeno popper. Dude, shit didn't so bother that. me one bit, man. If I saw something and I knew that I, I like to eat that shit personally and it looked like it was untouched, there were multiple times. I wouldn't say it was it. every time, but there were times I would eat that shit because I, I was hungry, mind. man. I was tired. I was working all yeah. day. I wanted some food. The food looked good. Fuck it. I'm going to eat it. Oh, we would do it when we were kids, man. When we were running around the city, you go into IHOP, dude, because they were open to like, they never closed. IHOP hasn't closed since it opened. Okay, every <laughs> That's IHOP. That's true. They have not closed <laughs> since the day that they opened. <laughs> Still going strong today. Yeah, but you go up in there and have dinner, one forty-five a.m. And then people, you know, they're drunk, leaving their ham sandwiches around, and we mm. would we would take that shit, yeah, hell yeah. I would order like one pancake, and then just wait for people to leave stuff. Whoa, whoa, whoa! <laughs> you would go into IHOP as a customer and pick food off of other customers' plates and eat that. Yes, man. Dude, we did it everywhere. Denny's, Fridays. I we guess that's not much dude. difference than like me working at a place and eating off of somebody else's plate. 
Being the waiter is way, way creepier. Creepier? No. It's definitely creepier. How is that creepier? Because in my sense, it's like you almost feel bad for the homeless, and <laughs> I was borderline homeless, dude. <laughs> But then you're like, your server is eating the food that you left over? That is like... Well, dude, servers are basically homeless in a way, man. I mean, like, they're as close to homeless as you can get sometimes with as little money as they make. Dude, I want to tell you something funny. I have a picture of the creator of Instagram's plate when he was done eating. Like, the stuff that he left on there, there's, like, cheese and prime rib and maybe, like, a little shredded lettuce and stuff. So, like, after he I took has his, his Instagram money. I took his plate in, to the back when he was done eating, and then I took a picture of it. Oh, like, this is, like, when you served him at that party. Yeah. Okay. I literally have a picture of his leftovers. Okay. Are you going to send it to me right so, now? Should I? Yeah, yeah. Let me see it. Okay. Well, like, what point is this that you're that you want to get across? I just I don't know if anybody's out there and wants to buy it. <laughs> wants to buy this picture? Yeah. Of the guy, <laughs> picture of the You'll creator of Instagram's I'll food. I'll show you. That's funny. Just know that was him right there. That's his plate right there. She. So yeah, if, man. If he ever tries to play like he's a vegan or something, man, I got. I got proof. You ain't no vegan motherfucker. I seen you eating that steak. That he uh, he did pretty well. His mom taught him well. He cleaned that <laughs> plate pretty good, man. Dude, they're eating on like bamboo plates. What is this? Man, I wish I would have gotten everybody's plate picture. How funny would that would have been? Like have Mila Kunis, Ashton Kutcher, that dude, and like all the other guys, like. Have all their plates. Dude, that steak <laughs> looks phenomenal. Like, how rare that looks. That looks pretty good. That's prime rib. That's how prime rib always is. That it's like real, real pink. And everybody, like, freaks out about it. I used to work at Trappers, right? We talked about that. Yeah. Um, people would order prime rib, and they wouldn't know that, that it comes out. It's bloody and shit. Yeah. Like, that's regular prime rib. It's, it's like, delicious. roast in this big-ass, it's a big-ass piece of meat that cooks for a long time, but the inside's always pink like that. So they'd be like, can you go cook this up or something? So you take it to the kitchen. All they do to that is dip it in au jus sauce. Mm -hmm. They just dip it in there and make it brown, and it comes right back out. Or they might give you some grill marks, mm -hmm. but nothing's happening. You're changing the color. Going down to okay. brown town. <laughs> You're taking it to brown town. <laughs> Honey Brown. Honey Brown. Bro, I miss that Honey Brown. That was a good beer, man. I, I need to get some of that. I haven't seen it in forever. Honey Brown. <laughs> <laughs> People don't know. Sorry. Honey listeners. Brown. Yeah, that's... <laughs> oh, man. Man, Honey Brown's like a good Thanksgiving beer, I feel like. That would be a good pairing for Thanksgiving. That would be. I typically go for whiskey. But I'm, I'm just kind of like borderline alcoholic, so don't nobody pay attention to that. Yeah. Oh, trust me, I know. You know what? I know about your alcoholism. Uh, it's maybe a little bit. It's okay. It's under control. Yeah, I'm, I'm about to get this Honey Brown logo as a tattoo. 
Yeah, I got a friend here who um, who's getting beer tattoos on his leg right now. He has like a Coors, a Qingdao, I think one from South Korea and one from Thailand of like the wow. beer cans of like the most popular beer in those countries. It started because like his dad worked for Coors. And so like he got like a Coors light can and then it kind of like grew from that. Uh, he likes of his Coors. Beer. Man, I've been wanting some tattoos. You've been wanting some some new tattoos? Yeah. <laughs> of course. <laughs> so stupid. Yeah, I, I don't think I'll be getting any uh, new tattoos anytime soon, man. Maybe I'll get this. Why, dude? Maybe I'll get the. Let's get matching tattoos. Matching Let's get tattoos. pouring smoke like across, like arching our over foreheads. our belly buttons. Yeah, I'll get your head, you get my head. Yeah, all right. You do pouring, I'll do smoke on my forehead, but you go first. No, I want smoke. No, you go first and you do pouring. No, that'd be kind of cool. No, I want it across my forearm, like from my elbow to my pinky. Pouring on my mm. left one, smoke on my right one. And I'm going to like stack them, cholo style. Lean like a cholo? That could work. Man, yeah, I don't think I'll get a new tattoo any anytime soon. I think I learned my lesson with tattoos. I think I understand what it takes to, like, get a good tattoo that's going to maintain itself. Like, people get a lot of shading and stuff. Like, you don't want to do that. You want big, solid blacks. You know, you want heavy, dark blacks and bold lines and as little shading as possible, I feel like. You can shade. You can shade. But, like, big, bold blacks and big, bold lines is... A good thing like those kind of tattoos will hold up so much better i mean i think that definitely has something to do with it i think the thing with me though is like what sounds cool in the moment or what sounds like something i want in the moment would be great but then i have a feeling that like five or ten years down the road i'm gonna be like well yeah, but w- no i don't know i want that post malone barbed wire yeah can you do that mike tyson on my face how about that how much would that cost me? I get a tattoo representing Mike Tyson. I uh, eat your children. That's what I'm gonna get. I'm gonna get uh, Chinese symbols. It means I'll eat your children. Oh, did he say that? Remember when he? Remember when he said that? I'm, I miss that. That sounds familiar, but it doesn't like come to mind. Oh, like, dude, he was it. tearing into that guy. And he's like, motherfucker. He was so so mad, irate, and he's so scary when he gets like that. But he's like, I eat your fucking children. Yeah, that's pretty hardcore. I don't think I've ever yelled that Dude, at anybody. That, that cuts deep. I mean, jeez, you can't, it doesn't go much deeper than that. What do you think is, Even like, kids? the most, like, offensive, or not offensive, but, like, the most threatening thing you've ever said to anybody? Yeah, this one dude, I was so mad, dude. I was like, I'm going to tear your dick off <laughs> and shove it into your earlobe. You said that? Shove it no, into I, his earlobe? No, I didn't say that. I didn't say that. Okay. I was trying to think of something funny. It failed. That's Brick. Okay. I don't know. I'm not really that person to like go off and like say like those threatful things to like intimidate people <laughs> or you know make them scared no. of what I might do. I'm more of the type that's like I'm gonna crack a joke and say something stupid and something funny instead of like yes. more serious. Yeah. You know, like I'm, I'm totally like avoid confrontation oh, yeah, yeah. at all costs. Yeah, I've been in those situations yeah. where like <laughs> people were mad at me and like they were talking shit to me, but like when I talk back to them it's just more of like 
joking around or being like, uh huh, uh-huh, you know, mocking them or saying something stupid yeah. that doesn't even really matter. <clears throat> as I try not to draw too much attention to myself. And then if people are acting out, I just try to be understanding or just get away from it. I mean, I want to go to Iceland. You want to go to Iceland? Yeah. It's cold in Iceland. You like the cold, though. So I'm scared of the cold, dude. It's one degrees right now. Feeling great. I have my shirt off. Why not Greenland? Um, I don't know. I'm just watching this Iceland video. These people are hiking 60 miles across Iceland. It just looks so beautiful, man. Dude, how is it that you like listen to music and watch these videos while we're talking? I your brain's kind of multifunctioning a little bit, which I guess is good. But I feel like I wouldn't be able to concentrate as much if I was doing the same. To me, that's where concentration lies, is like if I have a bunch of stuff open, I can easily access everywhere that my brain kind of ventures, you know? So I like have YouTube up, I have Spotify up. I'm literally listening to the Dixie Chicks, talking to you, watching this guy hike across Iceland. (laughs) That's crazy. Maybe I should try that. I don't know how well it would go. I could try. Because, like, me, dude, I'm sitting in this room, okay? There's nothing else going on. I'm basically staring at the computer, watching the red line record the up and downs of the voice that I'm saying. And I'm just drinking this wine and having this conversation with you. Because I'm thinking about that. I'm thinking about our conversation, about how I might want to say the next thing or what might come next or... I don't know. Maybe I'm I'm just letting my brain kind of wander and try to get inspired That's to fine. write it down. So I let my mind kind of get into weird things, like weird books or a weird video or something. And then usually it'll spark something cool and fresh, yeah. and then I'll write it down. You know what I mean? And I have several categories for what I write down. It could be a freaking spitting hot fire. It could be a subject for the podcast. It could be a a bucket list thing. You know? Sure. Or a movie or a book I should check out. Do you want to write a movie or write a book? Hell yeah, I'd write a movie and a book. Dude, I have this one movie idea where this guy goes out to eat, right? Mm-hmm. He has this credit card, and he leaves the credit card as a tip. And the lady's like, hey, sir, sir, you left your credit card. And he's like, just keep it. <laughs> and she just keeps the credit card. And then... You know, a few months goes by, she really gets in a pickle, and she has to use the credit card finally. And it really helps her out. She turns her life around with this little credit card, but she doesn't abuse it. And she learns a lot. And she comes to a point, she don't need that credit card no more. So she passes it on to the next guy. Just keep it, too. (laughs) (laughs) It's not bad. That's not not bad. bad, right? Who okay, who plays the role of the guy that leaves the credit card? The Rock. Oh, that's good. Dwayne Johnson. Yo, dude, that's something I was going to say that I'm thankful for. The Rock. <laughs> the Rock? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Man, that guy is so much fun to look at. No homo. <laughs> He's great. No, The Rock is awesome, though. I'm thankful for The Rock. Yeah, I love The Rock. Yeah, that would be a good person. Although that, like when he was putting the bill on Masvidal and doing all that thing with Masvidal, I mean, I get it because I think they're from the same area or something. But I didn't like that. I just thought it was kind of cheesy. Yeah, it was a little out know? of place for him. Yeah, he 
he's not meant to be like in the background. Like right. he needs to be holding the mic, putting on the energy. It felt very awkward, right? Mm-hmm. I didn't like it. I, I like noticed it. that too, man. I did notice that when that happened. Definitely. Yeah, so yeah, the Rock right could be that dude. It was funny too because uh, Nate called him out. He was like, "Man, the Rock can get it too." <laughs> she <laughs> like fuck the Rock. Yeah, right. <clears throat> Which I totally disagree with. I love the Rock. Do you? How do you think the Rock would do in an MMA fight? I would imagine that he has pretty good stamina. You know what I mean? I don't know about cardio, but I bet his stamina is pretty decent and those other big guys i think they would wear out fairly quick so if the rock could survive the ground game and the leg kicks i think in the end he might be able to hold out long enough to win that fight he's gotta be so strong though right like for sure man and working out the legs like that and stuff god dude that is so freaking exhausting but then again i've seen Guys come from the U, uh, the NFL in that sort of shape. Maybe not quite as massive, but they do terrible in the UFC. Yeah, they have no stamina. Well, those none, none. It's just like, a it's different embarrassing. Kind of sport, man. It's a, it's just different. It's different. Like even though like the Rock yeah. has like a wrestling background, that has nothing to do with like, with like the UFC does. Brock Lesnar had his reign for about two fights where he did okay and. You know, he won, I guess, but uh, I don't know, he man. Doing Dude, pretty think good. about think about how much money the UFC could make if The Rock actually was like, "I will fight somebody in the UFC in an event." Like, what person in America or in the world would not want to watch that fight of The Rock legitimately fighting somebody in a UFC octagon? Yeah, who would you want to see him fight? Um, he would be a heavyweight, right? For sure, whatever they call it, the 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 top one. He'd have to be like the heaviest weight. So I don't know yeah. who's up there, man. What if he just fought Brock Lesnar for real? <laughs> the Rock versus the Brock. Yeah, like a like a for real, but like a for real fist fight. Because Brock Lesnar's, I mean, I guess he's got a little bit of a wrestling background, but. I mean, Brock was, Brock was really good, man, because he beat Randy Couture and he beat Frank Mir. I mean, those are legends. Maybe giant. He's athletic, man. I don't know. Who do you think? Who Who do you think would be a good matchup for The Rock? Dwayne Johnson. Hmm. Probably Derek Lewis. Oh, that's a good one. The balls was hot. (laughs) The balls was hot, guy. I like that. Why don't you take your pants off? Because my balls balls was hot. hot. I understand. (laughs) That could be good. Yeah, that could be good. Dude, his Instagram is is awesome. I love watching his Instagram. He always posts that good shit. He's a great athlete, and I think maybe The Rock... I don't think The Rock could keep up with them, but I just like I can't think of anybody else really that would be as entertaining. I think that would be really entertaining. I just really don't know. Honestly, Derek says some crazy shit. The biggest thing that like if The Rock was to legitimately fight somebody in UFC, there's a there's a, actually probably a pretty good chance he would lose, right? 
Like, if you were to fight a professional fighter, he would lose. Lose, yeah. And, like, how bad does that affect his ego or his marketability or his his status? I think he goes in there... No, losing isn't a bad thing at that point. You know, like when a guy steps out of his territory and into somebody else's and then trains for a handful of months. and Yeah, the loss on McGregor, man, that ain't nothing to him. That actually inflated him, like, so much more. I mean, he got $150 million, and then all of Floyd's fans and everybody around the world was watching because he's got this new platform, and it was a big deal. Like, losing... Winning, it didn't matter. He already won. Booking the fight was a win. You know what I mean? Dude, but how would that make people feel emotionally that they were to see The Rock lose? Like, would you feel sad? Like, I would <laughs> I would feel legitimately I see, I sad. See like, if my, I would feel like my dog got ran over by a car if I were to see The That's Rock life. lose in, like, a UFC Dude, The Rock is going to lose one of these days. You know what I mean? Like, everybody has their story, like, where he crashed his Lambo. You know? It just happens to everybody. That's that's life. I don't know. That would be interesting, Chaos though. Chaos and like, beauties, yeah. like, clashing. What, it, what will be The Rock's <clears throat> downfall, man? Dude, that dude is the biggest man in Hollywood. And I've said it before, like, if The Rock Literally. were to legitimately run for president, that dude's going to win the presidency. Who the fuck would not want yeah. to vote other than those old ass fucking boomers or whatever, you know, who still believe that marijuana is I know should you be would vote for him. You can't stop talking about it. I'm just saying, who doesn't like the guy? <laughs> who doesn't like the guy? Yeah, he's 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 cute, dude. That's not that he's cute. Look. He's legit. <laughs> What do you mean he's not cute? Of course he's cute. Well, at least the persona that he puts off and the the personality, the personality and the mind frame that he maintains is is likable, man. He's just a likable dude. And also, like, what other country would want to fuck with America if The Rock was our president? Like, shout out to The Rock. I'm just saying, 2020, maybe 2024. Let him get a few more movies in, then maybe he'll do it. But seriously, what other country would fuck with America if The Rock was our president? All he's got to do is just, like, threaten to give him the people's elbow. Rock bottom their candy ass. And then we could get, like, whatever we wanted, and we'd be, you know, world leaders again. Because The Rock is our president. If you smell what the rock Dude, is cooking. Have you seen uh, this new Razor? Like the Razor, like the two-wheel scooter? No, the phone. They uh, redid the, the, the Motorola Razor. Oh, I did Hello, see that. Hello, Moto. Yeah, I'm curious to see how that works. So it's, it's basically like a foldable smartphone, right? Yeah. Man, China probably won't fuck with any of that. So it may be a while till I get to put my hands on one. But it looks... Now y'all have um what is your company called? Hi- Huawei. 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 My way or the Huawei. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Pretty much, man. Huawei or the highway. Huawei. That's crazy. How do they they get this screen to fold, dude? It's like the first folding screen, I guess. Well, you know, it's pretty badass. I've been seeing videos online about um, technology similar to this for like TVs and people's living rooms. 
Do we need to find a way to merge weed and technology? Technology weed. <laughs> People are you know already I mean? thinking about it. You know they are. Technology weed. Technology weed. You could, uh, I don't know, maybe just put like a little chip on your skin, just like a little mini chip somewhere, anywhere you want it. You know what I mean? It looks like a piercing almost, like a Monroe. Get you a Monroe. <laughs> and you have this app on your phone that feeds you THC. That's, that's kind of out there, man. Toby Keith, if you're listening to this, I'm looking for investors. I would really like to work with you. You've been one of my idols since today. Man, anything is possible. Like I said, shit's going to change. It's going to change fast. Well, man, I think that's going to have to about wrap it up for me. It's always fun to see what uh, what these episodes bring and where our mind yeah. wanders. About to do some Thanksgiving stuff. Carve some pumpkins. Yeah. Thanksgiving has come and gone for me, but, man, I hope you enjoy your day. Oh, yeah, you already had Thanksgiving. How was it? What, what should I expect? Um... It's pretty good, man. Everything stayed pretty calm, pretty relaxed. Uh, nothing dramatic happened. All the food turned out great. Sounds perfect. Yeah, you're good. Nothing what time is about. it there now? Bro, it's ooh, 2 a.m. 2 a.m. in China, looking out at the smog. Well, the curtains are closed because it's cold as fuck outside. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm trying to like insulate as much heat in this bedroom as I can. Right. It's snowing here in Montana at 11 o'clock in the morning. 11 o'clock in the morning, 2 a.m. Bunnies, here. deer, white-tailing steers. Yeah. There's a old man walking around outside my apartment wondering where the subway is at, I'm sure. But, man, happy Thanksgiving to everybody. I hope you guys have fun tonight. Thank you for listening to the podcast. Again, please subscribe to our YouTube channel. Like, comment on our videos if you like what you listen to. Um, we had fun, and we hope you had fun, too. So until next time, man, this was episode seven, another episode in the books. Dylan, thanks, man. I had fun. It was a good conversation. Yep. Take Peace. care. Peace. Peace. Don't you worry about it, bitch. I know somebody like it.